boogeyman is coming. What is up, my friends, my foes, the ladies, the gentlemen, everything in between? How the hell are you? It's me, your daddy, Roberto, Adam Pecora here, and welcome, welcome, welcome. We're here. We made it. This is a big one. The Halloween extravaganza edition of Requiem for a Tuesday. Funnily enough, beautiful coincidence, episode 78. Much like the origin of the franchise, 1978. If that ain't cosmic, I don't know what is. Uh, But first things first couple things to get into that I just got to mention. Number one, you know the drill. Doing the plugs. Go check out Google by Multiplex. That's G-O-O-G-O-L. Proper spelling. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> we're streaming everywhere. Apple Music, Spotify are the main two. We're there. Bandcamp. You know, anything you can think of, it's on it. All of our shit should be, to be honest, but definitely check out the new record. It's our proper studio debut. Very, very happy with it. Uh, Played a show just last night, as a matter of fact, as of this recording. First show in, what, two years, probably? It was great to be back. Supported by some great friends. The homies. If you're listening, you know. Shout out to you. Congratulations for being shouted out. Uh, com for the merch for this podcast. Rate, review, subscribe to this podcast. Do me a favor. I think I've been shadow banned. If that's a thing in podcasting. Uh, ever since I came out with the episode title with calling Matt Nagy a cuck, which I fully stand behind, could not have been more emotional that day. It seems irrational now, sure, but trust me, I'm standing by it. Anyway, the numbers have been down, so that's kind of a bummer, so help your boy out. I don't know what's going on. We got to fight back against our internet overlords. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the mu- also with the music, it's linked below. Under the Everything Else tab, you can find it. You can always find all the stuff I mention, anything about the show or that I make otherwise is always linked in the description below. You can follow me on Instagram at adam.rfed if you so desire. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So a couple things to address before we take a deep dive into a troubled and mostly horrifically bad franchise. Uh, I just want to mention, just for the sake of mentioning, because I'm very excited about it, Succession is back. The best show on television right now. Um, Everything that I have seen or read, I've avoided all spoilers thus far. I plan to keep it that way, but it has been that the debut is fucking electric, and they're just right back to where they left off, uh, which is awesome. Way earlier in this series, whatever you want to call this, in this show, I did a succession episode after I'd caught up. I don't know how well that holds up, but regardless, it happened. I absolutely fucking love that show. Uh, The second season, it really, really hit a stride. 
not that it didn't like the second half of the first season was also just always it's always incredible um and i think that's definitely where it is now it's the show that every episode should be fucking amazing so tough spot for them to be in just dropped a thing if you heard it sorry uh tough spot for them to be in but they seem very much up to the challenge all the people involved i am I'm, I don't know if I mentioned this before. It is disappointing knowing that the creator's British. I just don't like that. You know, write a British show. Uh, you know what I mean? What are we doing? <laughs> With those limey bastards. Throw them back over the fucking pond, but don't because I want more succession. <laughs> Very excited for to watch that. I'll, maybe I'll start doing recaps of episodes. I don't know. I might just do a season ender at the end. How I, I'm not one of those. How do you talk about a whole episode for like fucking thirty five minutes? I I don't. I still don't understand how these podcasts do it. Especially because half the time they're pulling all these half assed things about what this meant and what that meant, and it's like that's not. You, you don't know that for sure. Regardless, that's always how I feel. You know what I mean? Because it's like, if I could come up with a way to disagree with you, it doesn't make you right because you went to college. You know, guy who writes about TV or movies or whatever. You don't, like, know what the... You know what I mean? Like, you don't know what the creators intended all the meanings to be of everything. Or if every single thing has a meaning. Like, I hate those fucking posts on Instagram. I think I've mentioned this before. Or wherever. They're all over Tumblr and shit, too. Of like, oh, this is a scene from a movie, and then here's the color palette. It's like, not every shot in every movie has a color palette. You know what I mean? Halloween's a great example. You're trying to do that. <laughs> Show me a still of Halloween 6, and then put the color palette down. And try to give somebody some credit. It's just a thing that I, I don't know. I don't see the value in. Anyway. What are we talking about? Halloween. No, not yet. I fooled you once again. Um, there's a just just a silly moment to showcase again just how far off the rails everybody's sensitivity has gone. Um, not Jonah Hill as a man himself, right? But Jonah Hill posts this thing, I guess. He's like, "Can you just stop talking about me being fat or skinny or not or whatever? It's tough." Hey, I'm a chunky guy, Jonah. I feel you, you know? But one, saying it, like, shut up, is my first thing. Like, I'm sure you feel that way, but, like, in what world is just telling people to stop anything make them stop? You know? Like, unless they have a gun or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like, just being like, hey, don't say things about me. It's just like, fuck you, dude. I'll say whatever I want, much like I'm doing right now. But I am not going to talk about his body because I don't really give a shit. I mean, the guy used to be huge. He got smaller. Amazing. You know? Anything below his peak is a success, even if it goes back. You know? It's just true. Uh, but Sharon Stone, you may recognize her vagina from Basic Instinct. That was mean, <laughs> but you might. Uh, she's on. She's great, to be honest. But she just hops on and comments. She's like, "You look fucking good, Jonah." The first thing that comes to my head is if I'm Jonah Hill and I see that comment, I'm gonna try to fuck Sharon Stone. 
I don't know how logistical, like, possible that is. I don't know who's doing what with who or where or what's going on. But come on, okay? So I don't know why anybody would be upset that Sharon Stone's calling anybody good-looking, right? But one, he says, don't comment on my body. She's just like, how about I say you look good? Fire. That's just like, shout out to Sharon Stone. She can say whatever he wants. Anyway, all these mad, sad little people just start attacking Sharon Stone. And they're like, fuck you, you hack. Why don't you learn how to fucking read, old bitch? Like, it's like crazy shit, right? And it's like, you think that you're so positive and like for the betterment and like well treatment of everyone that like when someone doesn't meet your standard of acceptable conduct, you then treat them like shit. It's just like, how is that not the clearest like contradiction of all time? You know, like instead of attacking her when she was just like giving a compliment to someone, especially, (laughs) you know, but to just attack someone, how about you would technically the proper way here. I'm going to, I'm going to tell in case you're one of these whiny little pansies. Listen to me right now. Uh, the proper way to go about that would just be like, you know, act like Jonah Hill did and just say like, uh, he said not to do that. Boom. Problem solved. But to you, like attack someone in the name of like lack of harmful speech or whatever, however you, I don't know how to phrase it. I don't know how to use these terms. That don't make any sense. But you know what I mean? If you're just like, I want people to talk good to others. And then when someone doesn't, I'm going to talk a bunch of shit. It's just like that doesn't make any sense. You're not even on your own side of the argument then. So. I just wanted to share that. Because just what a moment. Just what a moment. Why is this news? You know, I shouldn't know about this. I don't want to know about this. It's a non-story. But I found out, and then I knew right away where it was going to go. Oh, and it went. It went right down that path. Let's attack this 63-year-old woman who's a great actress that people love. But I guess not anymore. Anything she's ever done completely out the window Because she posted a comment on Jonah Hill's Instagram. Like, what the fuck is going on? And again, why is it news? So, I'll just leave you with that. You stew on that. You little whatever. (laughs) Um, If there's time at the end, we might go into how the bears continue to make me cry. But in a better way, obviously in a better way than the cuck thing. But if the cuck thing is what derails this, the success of this podcast, I'm going to be very upset about it. That's all I have to say. You know? It was factional. Factual. Jesus. Um, but yeah, if, if there's time at the end, we'll get into that. But there might not be. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to go here. Uh, we're going to do rankings. You know, worst to best, obviously. And... I'll talk as much as necessary per movie, which some will not be very necessary. Um, I did see Halloween Kills, 
okay, that will be included in this ranking. But feel free to listen to the whole ranking. No spoilers if you're listening before you've seen the movie until the end. At the end of the Halloween segment or possibly episode again, depending on however that works out. I'll do my Halloween kill spiel, so I'll save that to the end. I'll give all the spoiler alerts you could ever need to not be spoiled. Okay? Uh, If for whatever reason you haven't seen the 2018 one, then sorry. But that one I'm going to talk about regular. You know, it's been three years, so that one's kind of on you. All right? Cool. So here we go been talking about it for weeks maybe longer it is time for the official 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 halloween power rankings is that plagiarism we'll see all right Coming in, so there are 12 films overall, and the continuity is all over the fucking place. I don't, I don't really know where to begin with that. Maybe I'll do that. I don't know. I'll have to do it per movie, I guess. We'll see how that, I don't know. But the whole thing's a fucking mess is really all that I learned, and I never really... I guess I knew, but I never really thought about it. And having to do all this watching and reading and whatever about this shit. Just what the fuck? Just what a mismanaged just disaster across the board. And honestly, like the new movies aren't helping. And I'll get into that as well. Um, Coming in at number 12 is Resurrection from 2002. Uh... So this is the fourth movie in the Laurie Strode timeline. So that includes the original movie, Halloween 2. Uh, and then it skips all the way to H2O, which, what is that? We'll get to the title of that when that comes up. And then Resurrection is technically the fourth movie in that. Um, so that affects, for me... Why this one's last. Basically, four, five, six, or resurrection, which I think is seven. Any order of those is totally fine at the end. Resurrection gets last place because it's in the main timeline of franchises, technically. I mean, they kill off Jamie Lee Curtis in the intro, which I watched a video of her doing an interview and people asked like how that came up. And she was basically like, yeah, unfortunately I'm in resurrection. Um, the way she worded it, she came up with the idea of H2O and to do H2O and whatever. And they were basically like, but, Oh, and her idea was we kill him at the end and then it's over. Wouldn't that be sick? 20 years later. And I guess the studio had some clause that said he can't die. But their workaround was everyone will think he's dead and then we'll pull the old switcheroo in the next movie. And which is crazy because H2O itself retcons 
the last three movies, so I don't understand why Resurrection needs to be a sequel to that. They could have just, you know what I mean? They could have reboot whatever. That wasn't really a thing at the time, I guess, but uh, I don't know. It just didn't, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, the whole movie's a fucking disaster. I've really only seen, I've seen the opening scene a few times, and I mean, even that is just horrific. Michael Myers looks just terrible. That's one of the biggest factors in most of these movies is that they basically used Michael Myers Halloween costumes for the costume in the actual movie itself instead of like, you know, being Hollywood and like making a mask that looks good on camera. They were just like, nah, just run it. Like the hair looks kind of fucking ridiculous too. Like, no, it's good. Like, nobody was just like, wait a second. Can we just make this guy look less fucking stupid, please? Uh, So he looks really bad in Resurrection. Huge factor. Uh, Good concept, I will say. Like, a live stream event happening in the Myers house, and he slowly picks them off one by one. Interesting concept, especially for 2002. Probably ahead of its time, frankly. Uh, but the execution is just horrific. And the budget for this movie was $15 million. It only made 30 So people were not very interested in it. I think they also lied about Jamie Lee like actually being in the movie. You know what I mean? Like They made it seem like she stars in it again and fucked everybody over. I don't know about that. But either way. What a disaster. I mean, bust a rhyme. And then at the end of this one, well, they don't kill him, I guess, technically. That's the thing. You technically don't see him die, so that's how they get away with it. But Busta Rhymes comes through. He's a terrible actor, at least at the time. I gotta say, Busta, you're busted. Uh, and yeah, there's really nothing else to say. We can. Go, I did six, five, and four as the next three. They're all one movie, like they're a trilogy. They're the one. They're the three movies that are just on their own path. Um, listen, I'll be honest. I didn't watch six or five. I just know that they're terrible. So six is technically just called Halloween: The Curse of Michael Myers. We'll just call it six for purposes so i said i just know that each one's worse than the next it just has to be and i looked at the ratings and read the plots and shit and they're just awful they just seem awful and if it reads awful i can only imagine how it looks because i watched halloween 4 somebody there's versions of it uploaded to youtube that's how little anyone cares not like the free section of youtube movies which is awesome and those are like put on by studios or whoever I just mean the Halloween 4 is so shitty and no one cares about it so much that there's like multiple uploads of it directly, like by users to YouTube that have been up for years. So sorry if that ruins your video or whatever guy and it somehow gets taken down, but I just don't think it will because nobody gives a fuck. Um, Halloween 4 was just a fucking nightmare. Uh, So... This is really where the franchise went completely off the rails and ruined itself, pretty much. Um, I'll get to Halloween 3 when I get to Halloween 3. But the idea of it being 
an anthology film series is awesome. And they could still be making them to this day. Well, I mean, I guess they still are making them to this day. But you know what I'm saying? Original new shit could be happening. And then they could spin off onto each other and whatever. And imagine what that would be like now in the franchise IP era of everything where everything has to be a multi-layered experience and it ha- everything has to be multiple parts and everything has to tie in and this guy's in this movie, which means this and that and whatever. And they would have thrived on that. They go back to Michael Myers. Okay, first of all, it's 10 years after the original movie. It is how many years? Let's see. It comes out in 88, so six years after the third movie. I was always told as a kid that Halloween 3 came out and everybody was like, what the fuck is this? Which uh, I don't really understand now thinking about it i never once thought about it i was like oh yeah they just got rid of michael myers that sounds crazy but it's a movie there was trailers there was explanations like there was no way people went into halloween 3 being like i'm ready for michael myers you know so i don't understand why there was like a clamoring to bring him back which also there wasn't Okay, Halloween 4, not only is it terrible, $5 million budget, $17 million gross. Like, nobody was like, fuck yeah. Halloween 3 made $14 million on half the budget. It was a more successful movie. So, I don't know. I guess they just decided that the anthology was a failure, and then, you know, six years after, they were just like, well, let's just make another Michael Myers movie. I guess that's probably how it went down. Uh, but think of how it would, it just would have been so much cooler. And then especially for if H2O still would have happened, like if it would have just went Halloween, Halloween two H2O in the Michael Myers storyline, and then it was just over, you know, they could still do the zombie remake and they could still do the new ones now, whatever. But I just mean like if, if four five, six resurrection don't happen. Oh, Earlier I said Resurrection is 7. Obviously H2O would be 7. So, my bad. Uh, Yeah, I mean, just think of how much better this franchise is, the legacy of everything. I don't know. The legacy is still pretty strong. Anytime I tell anybody any of my opinions about, like, the popular Halloween movies, it doesn't go over well. Everybody's like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's so weird how people just, like, love horror movies so much that they won't admit their flaws like horror movie people what what are you guys doing you know we'll we'll get to, we'll get to those anyway so yeah i mean i just wish that i just wish that these movies weren't made um i mean i'm sure carpenter got a cut maybe that would be cool shout out to john absolute legend but other than that i mean what the fuck what i'm trying to think if there was anything like noteworthy even that happens in four that i could mention but no i think everything is just really embarrassing (laughs) you know like nothing yeah there was almost no like oh i could see how this has a cult following 
Like, it's not even, like, campy. It's just all shit. Everything about it is shit. And that's the craziest thing is that it became, it looks like a Friday the 13th part, you know, whatever, five, like a way later one where they had completely given up. It just has nothing in it that's even remotely similar to like Halloween. At least the Friday the 13th movies, ugh, the Friday the 13th movies are all the same. You know, like they all do have a purpose and theme, not purpose, but you know what I mean? Like this is what it is. It's. Jason is like Jason kills campers. That's what it is. Whereas Halloween is not supposed to be that. And not that he goes after campers. Like they made four, five, six where um it's Laurie Strode's daughter, I believe, or her niece. Something like that. It's just the next of kin for him to kill, and it's like a little girl. And uh, just not effective at all. And then at the end, she just kills her sister. And it's supposed to be this like, oh, look, she's the new Michael Myers. Not of none of it's effective at all. Uh, shout out to Donald Pleasance. Rest in peace for duking all these out. You know, easy checks, I guess. But whew, rough, just rough. Uh, so just to recap that first part. 12, Resurrection, 11, The Curse of Michael Myers, 10, Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers, 9, Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Now again, you can fucking flip those around. Uh, Basically, 9 through 12 is just don't watch, so the order of those does not matter. Coming in at number 8. Ya boy, Rob Zombie. What the fuck was this guy doing? So I remember the original one of this coming out. I remember seeing it in theaters. I remember it being absolutely horrific to watch. I mean, I was 12, and it's just like torture porn. But I remember, and like I hated horror movies as a kid. They really worked on me, and I was just really scared shitless. Which, I mean, makes sense. You know, they're murdering people. I didn't know. Uh, but I saw it in theaters. And I, I remember at the end thinking, oh, that was actually pretty decent, even though I was horrified. And then I was like, oh, that's like that's the idea, is that it can be both scary and good. Um, well, I guess that's what makes a good scare. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I thought, like, oh, that was actually, like, a quality movie and it was an interesting interpretation of what the character and all that shit now i didn't i didn't think of it in those words as a 12 year old i was just like "Eh, you know wasn't bad as i thought i didn't have a lot going on um and it was it was the era of the gritty reboot all the horror movies were like this uh there was like the new texas chainsaw the new friday the 13th was probably after this Elm Street. Anyway, they all got rebooted as like hyper serious. It was just the era of the gritty reboot period. I mean, the Dark Knight, you know, all that shit. Early to mid 2000s. Uh, really through fucking 2012-ish. I don't know. I don't have an exact timeline, but I remember it was a big deal. 
especially because the original Halloween remake was coming on the heels of Resurrection. So they're like, they're giving it to Zombie, who was big for, you know, whatever his movies are, A Thousand Corpses and shit. And so they're like, oh, okay, this is going to be like a real one again, like an actual feature professional film being made. But then, and then it happens, and I'll and I'll, I'll talk more about that movie when it shows up in the ranking. But and then two comes out two years later. Uh, I remember being pretty excited, thinking, "Okay, let's see what he's got this time," um, because I it, it wasn't going to be a remake of Halloween two. Which is good. I mean, you don't need to remake the sequel, although that is an interesting concept, I must say. Um, although, the first one basically had the same ending. A very similar ending to the original. Um but no, he wanted to do his own thing. And it's like, okay, he he kind of, I mean, he totally did his own thing on the original. Uh, I guess now it's just a good time to bring it up. John Carpenter hated that he made them related. Well, it's like, why'd you do it? I just don't really understand that. Because it was such a throwaway thing. I'm going to get to that when I get to Halloween 2. The original Halloween 2. Um... But Rob Zombie really doubled down on that narrative, which is also interesting because in the original Halloween, like from 78, it's not mentioned. It's only in the second one. So the fact that he remade the original. Now, they said the whole time it was going to be a prequel also. And it's like, that's cool. Like, we all knew that going in. So none of that was a surprise. But then two, boy, was every single thing in it a complete surprise. What a dog shit, awful movie. Actually, you can group this in unwatchable. I said 9 through 12. Let's just call 8 through 12 all unwatchable, and you can put those in any order. This movie is all the gruesome brutality that's in the first one with no scares at all. Uh, the weird Rob Zombie void that he has in his movies where he thinks he's doing... I don't know if he thinks he's being artistic or creepy or whatever. Um, the That Salem movie he did has this element where it's like nothing is happening at all, but he like thinks there's a mood being established, but it's like actually everybody's just bored, dude. Like This has no substance at all. And I don't know if he thinks he's like fucking David Lynch or something trying to do this white horse shit. But it was just so fucking stupid. And the girl who plays Lori literally is crying and screaming the entire movie. And it's just like, if you're trying to portray realism or whatever, I don't know what you're trying to do in showing how fucked up this girl is as a result. But it's like, she's just fucking annoying, man. Like... I say this all the time. If you want. uh, Well, this doesn't apply necessarily to here, but so I'll reword that someone being annoying in a movie is not good ever. 
Because why do I want to be annoyed? I have to also be entertained is my point. You know? If I'm watching something, I'm just like, man, this is fucking annoying. That's not a success. If he's like, oh, I want to do annoy you. Well, you're stupid. That's not what a movie is. It's not supposed to annoy people. You know? It could be like a moment or like a thing, but it's the whole fucking movie. You know? It's completely ineffective. And I didn't follow any of the... They're trying to make like this weird mythology thing. Whatever the third one would have been, who fucking knows? It would have been terrible. Uh, it, it's just like he didn't have any of the elements of this stuff in the first one. So it's like the fact that you're going to try to completely do your own thing. That's not what a sequel is. It has to, They have to co-mingle. But I don't know. He just went so far off the rails trying to do his own thing and it's just not impressive i rob zombie what happened to you making that philadelphia flyers movie because that would be awesome i wish you would get a chance to do that um i also probably just overall i would say rob rob zombie not a good well i'm not gonna say not a good director he's not a good writer he is a good director i'll give him that you know, nothing is like really cheap and amateur. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to compare this to Resurrection even, which was like a st- more studio movie than 456, like it's miles and miles ahead of it from like a filmmaking standpoint, I would say. But uh, just a complete and total misfire in every way. Um, Malcolm McDowell, great as Loomis. Malcolm McDowell's just a great actor, so I mean that that's a great choice, but um they didn't make Michael look stupid. So that's about the best thing you can say about this one. Other than that, pretty big dump. Just a big dump. Uh then we're gonna move to number seven. So I guess this one technically shouldn't be in here, but it is. It's Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Now, this movie would be higher for me just if it was better. It's a good concept. I love the idea of the anthology series being set on Halloween is brilliant. Any horror movie you can think of, you can just set it on Halloween and fit it into this. It would have been a phenomenal idea. I guess I just wish maybe Carpenter should have been more involved. Like, and made more of them. I don't know. Maybe wrote. Uh, who knows? Uh, so it's it's a shame that this failed. Interestingly enough, this was written and directed by the original Michael Myers, Tommy Lee Wallace. So that's just fun. And uh, it's, it's just another one of those tragic things where the concept is awesome, but the execution is just like, what the fuck is this? It opens off great. These businessmen are just killing this guy. And it's like, are they aliens? What's going on? Like, these people are just weird. What's the situation here? Then the guy lights himself on fire, blows the car up. Like, the movie starts shot out of a cannon. Um, this Right away, you can tell it's, like, well-made. It's, perf- like, in terms of shooting and direction and stuff. It doesn't have this lazy, hacky cinematography like all the other previously mentioned ones do. Besides H2. Um, but 
And the score, Carpenter came back to do the score. This one might be the best one of all of them. Uh, no, I'll take that back. But it's probably like the second best one. <laughs> uh, I really liked the score, but there's a whole stretch of this movie where just nothing really goes down. There's like 40 minutes of this is all like I get what they want, but I it's not happening. So they pull up. The movie is about these Halloween masks. They're apparently a huge hit. Most children have one of these three masks. It's a collector's item. It's part of like a series. It's a whole thing. And these masks, unbeknownst to everyone, obviously, are rigged to explode Halloween night and just kill a bunch of kids and shit, basically. Very evil, sinister plot. Uh, It's uncovered by like a doctor guy who's like a drunk or whatever and then um one of the the guy who gets killed at the beginning his daughter they just go on the run and solve the whole thing like pretty quickly but they pull up to this town and the whole town is weird but then like nothing really happens there and then the town is just normal again right after well it isn't but like everyone is staring at them like they're like the whole town has secrets almost and they're like what is this outsider doing here but then the second they talk to someone it's just a regular nice guy uh but basically the whole town is ran by this mask factory uh it like employs all the people does all the shit whatever and uh they kill anyone who comes near their plan and figures it out but they're just at this motel for like 40 minutes of the movie. The it's only like an it's only like a 90 minute movie. So the beginning a whole bunch of stuff goes down and it's pretty entertaining and pretty cool and then it just falls apart and they're just like in a motel and then then it picks back up again and then it kind of falls back down. The ending's okay. But uh I don't know. Then basically it's just the dude on the run from these people. He's trying to both stop what they're trying to do and also not get captured by them so classic thing he goes to the factory blah 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 blah. someone gets caught someone doesn't do there's some good twists in there uh the reveal is that they're all robots the my biggest problem is that uh the it has nothing to do with the season of the witch like they reveal that ultimately the head guy who makes the masks like practices witchcraft and that's like why he wants all the kids to die because they don't know the true meaning of Halloween but every single other element of this movie is a sci-fi movie there's robots there's technology and masks like it's just like all shit like that the only element is when the guy says out loud like you're a witch or something like you know what I mean like something like that it gets brought up in like one sentence and then like a bunch of bugs come out of his leg or whatever happens I don't really remember it wasn't very good but it's like oh so now it's witch but all of this stuff is tech so just wrong to call it that wrong to try to have that be the thing it the movie reminds me a lot of they live which is a masterpiece by John Carpenter from years later. But, like, you know, people uncovering a secret plot from a major corporation type deal. 
Uh, and it, it, the execution of it's just so much less. Just nothing. It's just boring. It's just boring. And it starts off so well. I get really curious. The star just wasn't a great choice. It just need they needed a better actor. Sorry, guy, whoever you were. Like if that would have been Burt Reynolds, just a similar looking guy. Uh, the movie's way more dynamic and interesting. And I don't know. He just starts fucking this chick. Like, nothing happens between these two people, really. They're just, like, trying to figure out how her dad got murdered, and then all that happens is they book a hotel, and she's like, let's fuck. And he's like, all right, bitch. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Uh, I would say watch. I would say that its legacy of being this, like, horrible decision and all that is crazy. It's a way better movie than, like, its reputation gets. Uh, I guess its current reputation is that of, like, a cult classic. Not classic, but there's a cult following to it. Uh, it's not good enough to be like, oh, this is a an underrated gem. Like, people should watch this. I don't think you should watch it. Um, but, I mean, it it is on the back half of my rankings. But, you know, it's better than any of the later Halloween sequels. So, take that however you want. You know, the score is good. There's some interesting moments. Again, interesting ideas. If you want to talk about a movie that could be remade, like if somebody just did a better job of making Season of the Witch and calling it something completely different, you know, or maybe include actual witch stuff in it, which I wouldn't like. I would rather have it be a sci-fi thing. That'd be pretty cool. Um... There's a lot of good bones here. Is that the way to word that? That doesn't sound right, but uh, whatever. Coming in at number six, the first Rob Zombie Halloween. Now, I had to put it there above three just because I'd probably rather watch it again over three. Like if you, That was how I decided which one went in that order. It's like, would I watch it again? Like, if you said you have to pick one of these, you have to pick Halloween 3 or Rob Zombie Halloween, I'm taking Zombie Halloween. Um, came out in 2007, $15 million, oh, wait. Yeah, $15 million budget. And it made, like, $78 million is what I'm seeing. Um, By the way, anytime I mention gross earnings for a movie in this thing i didn't mention they're all u.s because basically like two through seven didn't have international numbers i don't really know why uh but that's just how that is so it made a bunch of money the hype was real at the time i didn't think it was that bad when seeing it but again i was like 12 (laughs) and i was in a movie theater and i didn't understand what the vision for Halloween was supposed to be, which is Ruthless Killer, blah, 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 blah. And then I also didn't reflect on, like, what was actually happening in the movie. So, like, the kid is terrifying, and I thought seeing more of the origin was interesting. But, over, I mean, very shortly over time, you kind of just, I kind of just realized, uh, Oh, he's just white trash. <laughs> like, 
His mom's a stripper. His stepdad like sucks. And his sister just wants to fuck her boyfriend. And so he's like, I got to kill all these people. It's like, you know what I mean? It's not like. I don't know. The guy should be being chained up and shit. You know, I don't know. Like, That's why there shouldn't be an origin for the guy. I get it. Like, I understand what John Carpenter meant. I understand what angry fans mean when they say that. There shouldn't be in that regard. Like, showing him just kill his sister in the original, that's a thing. Because they're like, oh, this guy was born like this. It's what they're trying to show. But instead, they're basically like, oh, he got bullied and is white trash, so he has to, so he kills. It's just like, I don't know. I don't know. He would have been a school shooter, basically. So. That's pretty much it. I do like the rest of it. Also, like, as a movie, all of the stuff that I said doesn't matter because it's kind of, I, I like the way it's done. It's just like the context of it being Michael Myers does affect it. You know what I'm saying? Again, Malcolm McDowell is excellent as Dr. Loomis. He totally outdoes the original Dr. Loomis. Uh, if 1978 Malcolm McDowell was in Halloween, you know, I'm sh- would have been a tough get <laughs> for that movie. Uh, would have been a million times better. Not that he would have made sense at the age at the time. But you get what I'm saying. Um, not a whole lot of other things for me to add to that one. I, I uh, you know, like, it, it's fine. It's fine. It's not great for, like I said, like, the legacy. But, like, this whole franchise is a mess. It's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, is he supposed to have... Are they related? Are they not related? Like, should there be a telling of him as a kid? Should there not? Should there whatever? Ah, I'm ignoring that just to say, like, it's still better than half the other movies. So that's just enough to put it higher in the rankings. Like, when it's called a reboot and not supposed to be a sequel, it's not supposed to be anything else, and he got creative freedom to do that, then that's fine. Like, you can disagree with him doing it, which I kind of do. But it's a well, it's a way more well-made movie than a lot of the other options you got. So it just gets this high in the rankings just by default, just by not being complete dog shit. Um, but yes, the mythology has changed. I can understand why that would be lower on some people's shit. All right. Coming in at number five is Halloween Kills. I'm going to do my Halloween Kills thing at the end, like I said, so I'm not going to go into it right now, but it's only at number five, and every movie I've mentioned beforehand is a bad movie. So, just let that tell you. Again, the only reason it's the same type of thing. The only reason it's this high is just because it's not worse than the other ones mentioned. But I'll here's here's one thing I'll say. It's not a spoiler. There's one thing I'll say before I reveal my whole spiel on it. Uh also not a good movie. Okay? So I did not like it. Now we're going to the top four. Now these are movies that I all enjoy. I enjoy every single one of these. These are all good films. They're all well-made films. And that's that. So this is the fun part. 
H2O coming in at number four. Now, my reason for it only being at number four and honestly not being at number three is simply this is not really a Michael Myers movie. This is just another horror. So this was written by Kevin Williamson, the guy who did the Scream franchise, basically. He didn't do three. Um, And a bunch of other good stuff. He's a really good writer. This movie looks and feels exactly like Scream, especially the original. Uh, it's set in like this in a, an affluent neighborhood, just like that is. It looks the exact same. Uh, they abandoned electronics on the score. They went with a traditional film score. Um, not that fucking. Four, four, five, six didn't. They just fucking played cues, and it was terrible. Like, but this is this is the first actual real movie since Halloween three, and in the Myers franchise since Halloween two. Um, the second it starts, you're like, oh, this has production value, huge, puts it through the roof <laughs> right away. Uh, and Josh Hartnett, I've clowned him on here plenty of times he was a great teen actor playing teens being a teen he was good at it he's really good in this movie he's really good in the faculty anytime afterward when he starts playing adults he is a horrifically bad actor uh but he was good he's believable as jamie lee curtis's son too like that just worked out uh yeah there's no real explanation. They're not trying to do like, oh, he woke up in the ambulance and did the thing. Or they're transferring him for no reason. They didn't try to come up with any of that, which I loved. Because why do we need to see that scene every time? It happens in fucking seven of the movies. That's what made the, that's what made Halloween become basically just Friday the 13th and shit. It's just like, oh, we're just going to show, we're going to kill him and then show how he survived. Then we're going to kill him and show how he survived. And then the movie is just going to be the same movie again over and over and over. And it's just like, what are we doing? They didn't do any of that. They're just like, shot out of a cannon. Let's just start the movie. He'll start showing up. Uh, Nothing happens in this movie for like 40 minutes. And it's not in a bad way. The movie stays entertaining. LL Cool J's in it. He's very funny. Um... Not a lot of gripes for this one. I didn't like that the score was traditional, but they did all the throwbacks they played you know the main theme a lot of the other recognizable famous pieces of music were recreated with like orchestras and shit um and this movie's good it's just it doesn't feel like michael myers even when he shows up it's just like that's just some killer like this is just another horror movie but it's an incredibly high quality and well made with high production value horror movie uh, the right, you know, the writing's not crazy good, um, but there's a lot of cool moments. There's some dumb waiter stuff that was fun, and a great thing about this movie is a lot of people make good decisions, which is not something you can say now. Of course, Jamie Lee Curtis always makes the good decisions in Halloween. That's just how it works. But she helps her kids. She gets them away. She does everything right. She shows that she'll sac- she tries to sacrifice herself, which is the whole thing. And then the ending's awesome. The, the whole movie's good. I really like it. They think he's dead. She doesn't want to believe it. She fucking steals the body and makes sure she kills him. Like, it's awesome. 
and it's it's everything you would be yelling at the screen. Um, and I'll get to that. I you end up doing that, but anyway, uh, just fantastic by all accounts. Now again, it doesn't live up necessarily, but like as a sequel, it's fucking cool. And it would, like I said, it would be even better if four, five, six were not in the way to ruin it. If it just went one, two, H two O. That's an incredible trilogy of movies. You know what I mean? Like, how I wish we could retcon movies from existence. Like, why don't we call... I wish we could change the names of those and just make that... Boom, that's the trilogy. Because that's the thing. The continuity is so fucked up and the timelines are also weird. Like, it's 1-2-H-2-O and then it's 4-5-6 and then it's Rob Zombie 1-2 and then it's Halloween 1 but then... Halloween 2018, which is just called Halloween again, which is a sequel, but they have the same title. And then Halloween Kills is a sequel to Halloween, which is a sequel to Halloween, but not Halloween 2. Like, it's just like, what are we doing? It's too much. Okay? I just retroactively change the titles of these movies so that the timelines make sense. Call 456 just something completely different. I don't know. Halloween, Thorn, Part 1, whatever, and then 2 and 3. You know what I mean? I, I don't know how to how to do it, but they need to be organized in some way. Uh, coming in at number 3, this is a controversial one for sure. I, I know this is the one that's going to make me look dumb to a lot of people, but I don't really give a shit. Uh, I have the original at number 3. Uh, now, this movie is an independent movie. Legend, it was made for $325,000 and came up with $47 million, and that's in 1978, so that is a fat stack of cash. Um, Look, just this is another one, this is one of those movies where nothing happens for the first whatever, and it's not okay. It's very boring. It starts off cool, they show the origin thing, there's first person stuff, it's awesome. He starts popping up at the school, a lot of iconic shots, images, you've seen it a million times. But all the things you haven't seen a million times are terrible. Like, that's the problem. There's a million, not a million, there's there's a bunch of iconic shit for sure. And whenever it happens, you're like, fuck yes, this is perfect. But literally everything in between is bad. Like, if you watch the AFI 100 Years 100 Movies thing, when Halloween comes up, they cut all the best parts, and that's it, though. And it feels like that's the whole movie because it is the whole movie. The whole middle is dull and nothing goes on. Um, But the last 15, 20 minutes are perfect. Like, him chasing Jamie Lee Curtis through the house, all of that shit is expertly done. Uh, And I love it. And the music is great. You know, what else can you say? It's it's a great film. I will say I fucking hate that they show the original kill of his sister. They say it's 1963. Then they flash forward. And it is 1978. Correct? That would make him going from 6 years old, right, to 21 years old. And then in the credits, it says Michael aged 23. Pretty easy math, guys. You're working with fives there. You can't add 6 and 15? Come on. 
Also, just the idea that this guy's 21 and doing this shit. But at the same time, like, the best players in the NBA are, like, 21, 22 NFL also. Maybe not best, but you know what I mean. Those are freak athletes with a lot of size. You know, you could be 21 and big. It's just, like, I just felt like when I was 21, it's like, that. this is not how people are. But there are people like that. So that one can slide. But also, how's he growing like that in the mental institution? I, that's fine. That's the part where I won't poke holes. It's going to sound like I'm digging for shit later, maybe, to some of you. But I'm pretty open to being like, oh, this is a horror movie. This is fun and silly. Like, I get that. But there still has to be basic understanding and logic. Like, whatever logic you establish has to stay. So that that's just what my argument is. But I mean, even the opening credits are awesome. Just the pumpkin burning and shit. And, you know, it's just awesome. So shout out to the original Halloween. Next, I have Halloween 2018. Now, this movie starts off slow as fuck, too. A very common theme. But it's more of a problem in this movie because it's longer. This is a two-hour movie. And if they cut 25 off of this, it's fucking incredible. Uh, But it starts real slow. What I didn't... Okay, so here's what we'll talk about why the franchise doesn't make sense to me. Because John Carpenter hated that he did... He didn't want to do Halloween 2. He hated that he made them related. Blumhouse acquires the franchise, and they're like, we're going to do it big. Uh, They got Carpenter's approval... With David Gordon Green and Danny McBride, which is crazy to say, but he was like, all right, well, let's do the sequel right this time. That was his whole mentality, okay? But he doesn't want them to be related. Okay, so why is Jamie Lee Curtis the star of this movie? Now, she's great in it. Her character is amazing, and the movie is great. I'm just saying the logic is already incredibly flawed because you don't want Jamie Lee Curtis, basically what you're saying, to be the focal point of Michael Myers. Now, this is speaking without any of the Halloween kills things happening. This is just when I'm seeing this. So it's like, why is she the focal point? Why is the whole movie about him just trying to kill her? That doesn't make any sense. That's really the only gripe, though. Because she's awesome, she's badass. I will say, like, if a guy tries to murder you in your hometown and then gets sent to a psych ward for 40 years, maybe three, four, five, ten years in, you just move really, really far away. Like, you confirm he's still there, and you move really far away, and he'll never be able to get there even if he somehow does get out or whatever your planning is. So it just doesn't make sense that she would just like build a lockdown crazy fort in her town expecting him to show up, and then everyone can just know that she lost her shit. Wouldn't she move after that traumatic event? You know? Wouldn't everybody be okay with it too? Wouldn't somebody be down to go with her after that? You know, I just think that that's silly anyway, but she has this whole crazy house thing and that's cool. And it kind of seems like they're doing the creed thing where they're trying to set up the next generation with her family. Like that's how it feels. They're like, oh, this is a reboot 
and we're setting up the future. It's like, oh, great. How about we just have this movie, please? But none of that really happens. They're just establishing characters, which is good, because then you feel bad for the high school kids and they die. And it is a cool thing. Like, oh, Michael's going after Jamie Lee Curtis, but he's also still going after the high school kids. That hasn't changed. So, like, that's fun. A lot of good kills. Um, a lot of good characters, honestly. Uh, I think it's dumb that they lure him to the house. She's been prepping for 40 years and he like totally starts winning like right away. Like they're not ready. They weren't like actually ready at all. The idea that you can be prepping for so long for something to have, I guess like the easy argument is like, well, he's just that powerful. It's like, sure. But he's like 60 years old now too. And like what? They're letting this guy work out at the psych ward. It's just like because the other argument that Carpenter makes is like, I don't want them to be related because he's supposed to just be a force of evil. Like that's, what's interesting. And he's supposed to be like this unstoppable force. And it's like, why does he do it? But it just doesn't add up no matter how you look at it. Then if that's how you want it to be, how did they just keep him contained for 40 years? He's so unstoppable. You know what I mean? It's just like, you can't, make these claims and then the movie's just like yeah but not that only when we want and it's like well fuck off so they can control him for 40 years but now he's unstoppable again okay um and, and it's a little disjointed at the beginning too because like they make it seem like these british podcasters are going to be the stars but they're really just setting up the intro kill and finding a way for him to get his mask back um, which I guess you could say the mask is the source of his power, maybe. That's an interesting way to look at it. Uh, but it's tough. Um, and then, you know, they eventually get pretty brutally murdered in a way that doesn't make sense. The girl totally could have got away, but, uh, that's fine. And again, they're just like, yeah, he can drive. That's the craziest part of the whole thing is that this guy, even in the original, he breaks out after 15 years. So that one makes sense. Oh, he's finally a full-formed adult. Now he can break out. Reasonable. Okay? But, oh, he just hops in a car, just starts driving. No chance. There's no chance. Nobody could do that. I talked about this in a movie I saw pretty recently on here, I want to say. Maybe the last few months, I don't know. The idea that somebody could say that they have never, ever once remotely driven a car and have never learned any of the information on how to drive a car, you could not hop in and just go on the road. It couldn't happen. So, biggest gripe of the whole thing is that this guy can just drive. <laughs> But then he, okay, so then they put him right back in the sanitarium. Doesn't break out for 40 years. Okay, that's fine. You could say the mask is the reason. That's fine. Um, and then, yeah, the idea, I get it that it's just that there's a sequel, but their whole plan was to trap him in the basement and then burn him. They're like, that's the only way. They were pointing guns at him. Shoot him in the head while he's staring at you through the bars. Like, come on. You know, I get it. They're just setting up the second one. But that's just a stupid choice. 
But it was whatever. Anyway. Overall, though, like I said, a ton of fun. Like, the last 20, 30 minutes of this are basically an action movie. Like, they're, I like that they're actually, like, fighting versus running. So, it, it totally flips the dynamic of the original movie. And it's like, we're going toe-to-toe, and it's fun. Like I said, it's like an action movie at the end. It's fucking awesome. I was totally hooked in. The new score is awesome. They brought Carpenter back, but there's just a bunch of bangers in it now. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. And then at number one, I have Halloween 2, the original Halloween 2. Um, I don't get how people didn't like this movie. I don't get how people still don't like this movie. Opens with really cool shit showing Michael Myers' escape. It goes in and out of first person. Shadowy shit still happens. Um, He goes on a killing spree again. It goes in and out of the houses. Uh, Halloween was also great with like uh, the 2018 one was really great with these like tracking shots where it would be like we're outside and then it would just pan to the inside and then it would show him come through the house. I like that it wouldn't like show him do a lot of stuff. It was a lot of him popping in and out of things, not necessarily like in a jump scare way, but it was like, oh, he has arrived to this place now because it reiterates the boogeyman shadowy figure, the shape as he's referred to in the credits and shit. It really did bring a lot of that element back, which is awesome. So Halloween 2, it doubles down on everything. See, that's the thing. Like, everything I've read about this, Carpenter just didn't want to do it. That's it. So, like, just he hates it. (laughs) But, like, Rick Rosenthal, who actually they brought back to do Resurrection, which is just crazy. I don't know why. Um, You would think that it would have been better. Like, he would have just made it be better. I don't know. But, uh... It takes place immediately after the events of the original. Lori's on her way to the hospital, and it's Michael Myers is, like, wounded. So he's, like, trying to tend to his wounds. He's also trying to get new weapons, and he's trying to track Lori down. I think he overhears it, like, on a police radio. Um, there's a lot of good stuff. There's him in the backseat of the car, like, a lot of great shit. And, again, there's just awesome camera work. Same type of thing. They play with perspectives. A lot of good kills, good tits. The jacuzzi scene is nuts, but like it's just a lot of fun. It's everything you would want in a horror movie. There's consistent shit happening this whole time. That's the thing. This movie, talk about shot out of a cannon, doesn't have a choice. Um, And yeah, I mean, it, it's, again, not a shitty-looking Michael Myers. This is all the things you can want. I didn't like that Carpenter changed the score and like remixed it. Uh like change the key that it's in and shit uh it comes off silly there's none of the creepiness there to it really at all that's the biggest gripe but overall the score is like still good it's just like i guess i understand wanting at the time probably not wanting to just have the same music in it but it probably should have that would be my biggest thing but i mean it's just a ton of fun you could like there's not a moment i mean there's a couple moments like i don't really give a shit about the people working at the hospital You know, but they had to do some character stuff. I get it. Jamie Lee Curtis is like barely in the movie. That probably disappointed some people. I don't care. The movie was awesome. That's all I really have to say. I I watched it like three times. Partially because I kept falling asleep at points, but I effectively saw the whole movie three times. 
and uh, it's a blast. It's I think it's a hundred. I don't think there's any question that it's the best one. I think it's so much better than the original. I think unless you were alive to see the original in theaters and then you had to wait three years to see the other one, I think that's the only way you could possibly be disappointed in the second one. That's really it. Because in 1978, it was earth-shattering to see Halloween in movie theaters, just like The Exorcist the year before and shit like that. That's not a thing that I can relate to, and I don't need to pretend like the original is the best just because that's the status quo. Watch the movie, like, I don't know. But then horror people are like, no, no, no. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's argument is just like, no, it's the best. Like, I, there's no real thing. Like, how about we talk about the movies and you can tell me why, but nobody really has that. They're just like, uh, it's just better. Like, no, fuck off. Um, and the idea of a sequel taking off right after, like, that's just really cool. I like that a lot. Doesn't always work, you know? But sometimes you get Halloween too, and sometimes you get Harold and Kumar Guantanamo Bay. You know, it can it can work. Not that Guantanamo Bay is very good in comparison. But anyway, I'm gonna recap the final rankings here. Halloween two also two point five million dollar budget, so what almost ten times the budget of the original, and made half the money. Basically, 25 mil. So that's kind of a bummer. But still really successful, so I just don't understand it. Um, and also, the thing about him revealing that they're sisters, it's just like a really quick like throwaway thing. So I don't understand why he even did it. They could have just not put it in the movie, and it would have been the same exact movie, whether they're related or not. But also, them being related, like he still did kill his sister. You know? Like, they still show that Michael Myers, like, has siblings. So, like, you can just make them related. It doesn't have to be the reason why he murders all of them. He can still just murder his sister and all these other people. I mean, he was doing it anyway. So, I don't know. It's interesting. And the body count just goes way up. Because in the original, they're like, yeah, he murdered three teens. And they keep referencing it in all these other ones. Uh, they do it in 2018 because they retconned Halloween 2, which is stupid. Again, it just makes no sense because he easily could have survived that. You know, and they could have done the same thing. like, Or they could have just really easily retconned the fact that they're related and they could have been like, no, that's a mistake. Like they reference it. They're like, aren't they related? And they're like, no, that's a myth. It's like, okay, I, I don't know. I, I just don't like that they... Halloween 1 and 2 go hand in hand, so to retcon 2 is just so silly, because it's the same exact night, so it's just, whatever. In the 2018 version, so, in the 2018 version, (laughs) the ending of the other one is they just gathered him up and put him back in the asylum. You know what I mean? It's like you'd rather have that be the ending to that. And just make a sequel 40 years later? I don't know. Just silly. Just silly. So the official ranking that I have here. Halloween Resurrection at number 12. Halloween The Curse of Michael Myers at number 11. Halloween 5. Revenge of Michael Myers at number 10. 
Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers at 9. Uh, Halloween 2, The Rob Zombie film from 2009 at number 8. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, number 7. Halloween 2007 by Rob Zombie at number 6. Halloween Kills, the new movie from this year at number 5. H2O, terrible title again. What are they thinking? H2O? Come on. Just silly. Uh, At number four, original Halloween at number three, Halloween 2018 at number two, and Halloween 2 original from 1981 at number one. Woo! So that was that. Thanks for listening. The episode is not over, though, because I'm going to. This one's going long because I'm doing my spiel on why I hated Halloween kills. Uh, So you can go ahead and turn this one off now if you're not interested in spoilers because the spoilers are a coming. Okay, saw this movie Friday night in theaters. Again, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. I've warned you enough times. We're going to start talking about it right here. And after seeing 2018, as you can just tell by my ranking, I liked the movie a lot. Again, there's some silly things in it that I just mentioned, like, oh, we just contained him for 40 years, whatever. She's just waiting around for him, whatever. Okay, whatever. The movie works. So if you can forgo all that silly logic, which... I can, because again, I'm saying I like the movie, but it comes up again here for a lot of reasons. So this is the sequel in a planned trilogy. A planned trilogy is clearly a bad thing because this whole movie is just setting up a third movie, which sucks. And everybody's like, well, yeah, there's a third one. Fuck you if that's your response. Okay? At what point in Back to the Future 2... Are they trying to get you ready for the Old West? At what point in the Matrix Reloaded? You know what I mean? Is it like, when are these movies not individual? It still needs to be its own movie. They were like intentionally doing a bunch of shit in this and not resolving it or just dragging things out because they're just waiting to resolve it in the third one. Don't even have it be a plot point then if you're not going to resolve it and just keep showing us shit that doesn't matter, okay? I will explain how here. Jamie Lee Curtis spends this entire movie in the hospital, just like Halloween 2, okay? Why do they keep showing her? Why do they keep talking about it? Doesn't matter, you know... She needed screen time, I guess, but it's a waste of a plot point. He doesn't remotely come to the hospital, which is good because then that would have just made this movie Halloween 2 and I would have really gone up the walls because John Carpenter was like, we're doing it right this time. Uh, Also, his score disappointing in this one. I barely even noticed it. The fact that... (laughs) So this is how much John Carpenter did not want them to be related Jamie Lee Curtis, at one point in this movie, Laurie Strode, while she's in the hospital, she's there with the sheriff who got stabbed in the neck by the psychiatrist. The sheriff reveals, so now he's the expert. He has all the information. He's like, the psychiatrist led him to you. Michael Myers doesn't actually want to come to you. It's like, dun, dun, dun. It's supposed to be this like big monumental reveal. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> So the sheriff is now the voice of like the voice of what Michael Myers is and isn't and what he does and doesn't want to do. 
fuck off. Like, you don't know. So the psychiatrist literally had powers over this guy and was able to make, like, you know what I mean? He was able to, like, pull, push and pull Michael in whatever direction he wants. Like, fuck off. Okay? Now, the psychiatrist did legitimately direct him there. But, come on. <laughs> what are we doing? We just need to prove this much that he's not coming after Lori. They made the whole movie him coming after Lori. If you wanted it to be that he's not going after Lori, then just don't make that movie about that. Okay? But also, if you're going to try to make it this like big reveal, nobody fucking cares. Like, yeah, we already figured that out by the fact that he's not coming after Lori. You know? And uh, also, I'm, I'm going to be all over the place. I can't really do it linearly. How does this movie start? Oh, right. He's trapped in that fire and he has to get out. So explain to me why you needed to retcon Halloween 2, the movie where he dies in a fire at the end. <laughs> you know, John Carpenter hates Halloween 2, but we're going to end the original Exactly how we end Halloween 2. Okay. Sure. And uh, how does he survive? He just walks out. So why did they film it? I don't know. Because not only does he simply just walk out, which doesn't add up. It doesn't make any sense how it happens. He walks out and then kills... 12 firefighters maybe all who have axes and it's like a pretty cool action scene kind of but just totally unbelievable the fact that they wouldn't be spraying this dude directly with the hose or whatever i don't really remember how it all went down but it's just like he's supposed to be the shadow figure he's supposed to be the boogeyman right i understand their desire to make him this unstoppable force as they want to put it like a force of evil he can't die Whatever. He's still... His main thing is supposed to be stealth. Like I mentioned, it was in the other one. They would just show him, like, walk to the side of a house. And then somebody would come out the front door. And then he would walk in through the back door. And you would see it all in, like, one screen. It's incredible. None of that happens here. He's just walking around in the street the whole time. People keep seeing him and he just keeps killing... Like, it just doesn't make any sense. It's like Grand Theft Auto with, like... An invincibility th cheat on the way this is. He just walks around and murders a bunch of people the whole time. And yet, even though the police are, when they show them, they're scrambling around. I did air quotes. They don't call for backup at any point, even though the guy's missing. In fact, the cops don't really approach the guy ever. Then, they do an entirely meaningless subplot with the other guy who escaped with him from, you know, from 2018. They show their pictures on the news while all of the survivors from 1978, I don't know how many, if any, are the actual actors or not, whatever. And... They show their photos on the, new, on the news, both of them. Two mental patients escaped. Neither of their names are listed. 
and everybody just assumes that the short little round guy is Michael Myers. Now, one, in the context of the of this movie, set up by the movie before it, by Halloween 2018, which again should have been the title. Michael Myers has been in this place for 40 years. And they showed him at the beginning. He didn't have a mask, so he didn't have it the whole time. So for 40 years, everybody knew what this guy looked like and where he was. So why aren't their names on the news? And how did all of these survivors somehow never once discover what the guy looks like? And then two, Michael Myers is like six foot six. They're chasing around a tiny little penguin man. And they're like, that's him. That's him. And people that have seen Michael Myers before or just know anything about it, they're like, no, it's not. No, it's not. And everybody's like, fuck you. Anyway, so they're chasing this mental patient through the hospital and then they just make him kill himself. And everybody's like, you see what you all did? And I don't know if that's if it's supposed to be some like morality thing, like you shouldn't just chase after people. I don't know. I don't really care. The point is, it was useless and ineffective. And Anthony Michael Hall plays Tommy Doyle, uh, the kid babysat by Jamie Lee Curtis in the original. And even he's in on it. And then how does he find out? He was just like, oh, wait, that's not him. Somebody's like, no. And he's like. Wait, that's not him. And he turns around and tries to yell at everybody else. It's like, dude, you were also pushing through the crowd. This is just fucking stupid. Uh, so that entire thing is a total waste of time. And what's interesting is that Tommy Doyle, prior to that, set up a little posse of all the original people. They're like, we're going to go trap and we're going to do it right and we're going to be smart this time. None of them communicate with each other. None of them use cell phones. None of them do any of the shit you would expect. When they're like, we got it, we're going to do it right this time. They then find him at a park and, again, do none of the right things. They're like, wait here, do this, blah, 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 don't drive. They're not using guns, whatever. All of it's a giant mistake. Like, none of it makes any sense. And these people wouldn't do it because, like, they're the survivors. They're supposed to know better. That's the thing. Like, there is context for that this time. And this is a thing that I discovered. What makes maybe all horror movies, but definitely Halloween movies or Michael Myers movies specifically rather good is when they're not about Michael Myers. Michael Myers stumbles into other people's storylines so like H2O. They do Jamie Lee Curtis and Josh Hartnett and his girlfriend and blah, blah, blah. And in 2018, it's the daughter and her daughter and her high school friends and all that stuff. And it's unsuspecting people, right? Being terrorized. And that's how it all is able to work. Somebody makes a poor decision that I'll be right back. I'm going to go to the basement. I'll see what that noise is because you're not expecting anything. These people are like, we're going to fight Michael Myers. And then they're completely not prepared to fight him. And it's like, well, how does this make any fucking sense? You guys are trying to do this, and yet you're getting killed like all the other people in the same fashion, like in an embarrassing, like, I was unsuspecting fashion. So it's just like, none of that makes any sense either. 
But then it just keeps fucking piling on. And eventually he's surrounded by like 40 motherfuckers and they all completely beat the shit out of him. Stab him, whatever, like seemingly fatal blows. And then you're like, oh, well, how's he going to get out of this? The same, like he's Uma Thurman in Kill Bill fighting the crazy 88. He does like spin moves And all this crazy shit, this 60-plus-year-old man, by the way, just gets up and does, like, martial arts moves and shit to just murder all these people with just a knife. None of these, nobody there has a gun, nobody there, like, tried to do anything. They're just like, nope, we all got him. Let's stand and watch. And... (laughs) The thing is just like, don't put it in the movie. I understand, like, if your argument is like, well, if they just kill him, then what? It's like, well, yeah, right. So don't write yourself into a scenario where he's surrounded by 50 people and still nothing happens. Like, and they still can't finish him. You know what I mean? Or come up with a better way. Like, I don't know what you would want, but the idea that, like, that that could happen is just so silly and it completely turned me off of everything because again he's supposed to be like the boogeyman he's not neo you know what i mean like it's just what are we doing and on top of all of that they have this shit on the news right the cops are aware that he's murdered a fuck ton of people And is on the loose. They're aware of all of that. They find new bodies. They're aware of that. Yet the entire police force's focus is onto the mob at the hospital because they assume he's coming for Lori, right? Yet nobody's on pursuit. Or maybe there were like a couple. If this, at this point, okay, this guy, he murdered the people in the 70s. And then 40 years later, he had just murdered a bunch more people, which everyone knew about. They had young children in the hospital, their corpses. They showed it. Everybody's aware now, right? That's how they formed a mob in the first place. And then what happens? They also form a mob in the fourth one. Um, What happens? There are zero police backups being called. Are you fucking kidding me? He killed 12 firefighters. The army would be after... Like, you know what I mean? You know how quickly the FBI would be involved in this? Like, it's just unbelievable that, like, there's no response. Nobody's communicating. It just... None of it makes any sense for a movie that's set in present day. So... I don't know. I could go on and on. I'm sure the more I think of more things, which was what was happening. I just kept thinking of more things that contradicted other parts of it and other subplots that like, you know what I mean? There's just a bunch of, there's a bunch of things that I'm upset about with this movie. And I, and the other thing was they were just setting up the third one the whole time. It didn't have its own story at all. It was like, this is the aftermath of the first one. See what happens in the next one. The whole that that's the plot. They made it seem like there was gonna be oh here's the mob, but then that falls apart and the hospital thing happens and that doesn't make any sense. And then, you know, it's just a mess. It's just a mess. 
There's no other way for me to put it. And this movie and the one before do a great job of like referencing all the movies. They have kills that are similar. Uh, there's the masks from Season of the Witch even. Like they do a whole good job of trying to like fan service this whole thing. But then in the end, Michael Myers is a superhero. And I get it. They don't want him to be like a man who may have feelings or familial ties. That's one thing. Um, even the fact that he can get shot and stabbed and we don't really know how he just keeps walking away. That's another thing. But when 50 people are beating and stabbing and shooting him, he should not just become stronger. Like he's not Wolverine or Hulk or Rampage or whatever. And that just doesn't add up. And either way, here's, I'll just leave you with this. So I, so I hated it. That's established. Um, <laughs> I didn't hate it. But I hated the ending and those elements that I described. Like the, the, the extra plot and shit. Didn't like that stuff. Um, the fact that they... And the fact that they just like were not willing to put a conclusion on it. And it's just bullshit. Um, here's the thing. Don't do the mob thing. Or if you do... If, let's say the movie's exactly as is. They should have killed him. Cut his head off in the mob. Shoot him in the skull. Whatever. Make it end. And then my thing for the third one would be... Because they... Oh, they also had an element where they were flashing back to 1978 and trying to do more with, like, what happened at the scene of the crime originally. And uh, all of that goes nowhere and is totally useless as well. Now, maybe it'll happen in the third movie. The third movie would have to be so spectacular at tying a bunch of these loose ends in to make the second movie better. <laughs> That's the thing that no one seems to understand. Like, watch this as a standalone movie. It sucks because it doesn't have a plot. Like, what do you mean? It's like, wait for the third one. That doesn't make the second one good. No matter what. Anyway. I think the third one should be that he died in like they should have just killed him for real. Like everybody saw it just like in the other one. And then he either still comes back, which would be crazy and doesn't really make any sense. And there's no way to explain that. So that's probably not good. Or he is gone. And the third movie explores both things in 1978 through the present and the aftermath of the death well i guess that includes through the present but you know what i mean like and it goes it just i don't know i don't know how that would then become a horror film but there'd be something there because here's what happens now at the end of halloween ends they either kill him or they don't and it's just the same thing again. You know what I mean? It's like they either kill him at the end of Halloween Ends, which means they could have just done it in Halloween Kills and the only reason they didn't was to make one more movie, right? Or it's going to have the ambiguous, is he dead, is he not dead, or he's going to walk away ending. In which case, it's the same as all the other movies. And this was supposed to be 
the one that gets it right and the one that does Carpenter's vision and now it's a fucking it's a movie about Jason Vort like you know what I mean it just doesn't make sense it's that's not it's it's just not what Michael Myers was in the 1978 movie the 1981 movie or the 2018 movie now he's just the guy from 456 again but he doesn't look stupid. Again, they did a great. The movie's the movie looks great. Again, it's incredibly well directed. Like all that stuff. There's a lot of good kills. There's a lot of good stuff in it. But just horrific. Because the third one, I I went from being so hyped for this one to being like, I'm only gonna see the third one to fuel my rage. Like I have zero expectations for the third movie now. And that's a huge bummer. Uh, I still love Danny McBride forever. David Gordon Green, I believe, directed Pineapple Express, which might be my favorite comedy movie of all time. Uh, I, I just don't know. I just don't know. I, I think they absolutely fucking butchered it. The movie's a total mess. It's a total mess. And it's tragic. And I'm way over time, so uh, definitely will not be talking about any of those extra things that I mentioned. I'm going to go watch Succession and smoke some weed and probably eat some food. Hope you enjoy yourself. Uh, Hit me up if you want to argue. I'll bury you. Just kidding. Um, Rfat.bigcartel.com for the merch. Rfatpodcast at gmail.com for contact. Follow me on Instagram at adam.rfat. Rate. Review, subscribe to this podcast. Five stars only, though. <laughs> and uh, any and all platforms, follow me. You know, do the thing. It's all linked in the description below. Check out the new Multiplex album called Google. Uh, appreciate y'all for listening. This has been Requiem for a Tuesday. Never forget that I are fat. You are fat. We are fat calculator